And welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. Don't I say it all the time? Sound like a broken record. Uh, anyways, on our program today, I want to go ahead and talk about a company that's committed to delivering innovative and sustainable solutions worldwide. Uh, they're at the forefront of providing eco-friendly alternatives that drive positive change in the packaging industry. And the company firmly believes that transitioning to a circular economy for plastics is not only beneficial for the plastic industry, but also a crucial step forward for our planet. And joining me from, is it Taiwan, the founder of Spark Sourcing and Spark Taiwan, Andrew Bliss. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm based in uh, Tainan, Taiwan, which is down in the south of the island. Wow. You know, obviously, manufacturing is very important and crucial. We know about that when it comes to, in America, all the things that, you know, a little bit of supply and demand where the chips that are needed to be manufactured. Uh, it's, so it's just this idea of just that that what is being manufactured in Taiwan, very important and crucial. And what you're doing here for plastics is very interesting. So you are serving as the authorized distributor for the Echo Shell. And to give a little bit of background on that. It's actually, it was originally called GEX over here. Um, I'm working with the inventor and the patent holder. Um, he's a guy with, you know, tons of different PhDs. And he came from the semiconductor industry, actually. And he used some of that technology to work with the eggshells. Um, and he patented a seven-step process that through calcination, it turns these eggshells um, into a viable plastic filler. Um, it's similar in, in, in content to uh, calcium carbonate, which is common in the plastics industry. But uh, through his process, it just creates such porous particles that it creates better. Um, it just has a lot more surface area for uh, the polymer binding. So it just uh, can replace up to 20 to actually 50% of the plastic um, as it's being used. So he actually invented that process and he named it GEX, and it's doing it's doing gangbusters here in Asia, up, up in Korea and in Japan. And he used my company, uh, partnered with my company to help expand to the West. Um, we we rebranded it as EcoShell, and um, yeah, we're just getting launched, and we're kind of focused on the cannabis uh, industry at the moment. Now, this solution can reduce plastic by up to fifty percent, carbon emissions by up to seventy percent, and offer one hundred percent recyclable packaging. It's quite good. Go ahead. We just, we just got our recyclability certificate, so we're really excited about that. Um, and up to 50%, we usually do that in our flexible packaging with bags and such. Uh, with with more rigid plastics, uh, like a, a plastic bottle for flowers or something like that, it would probably be about twenty five to thirty percent of our eco shell with uh, with the remainder either recycled plastic or virgin plastic, and the end pro and the end product would be recyclable itself. And I'll also make mention of that it's patented, and fully certified, ready to go. Now, yeah. one of the quotes was being talked about when it comes to this product is, it, quote, is sustainability <clears throat> is part of the cannabis counterculture. Why are many firms making greenwashing packaging choices that aren't ultimately good for the environment? So this particular idea of creating this H-shell to create for a different, we always talk about consumer packaged goods and CPG companies and C-level executives from CPG companies are, you know, just filing their way through like it's a southern border they're really coming in and really trying to make a difference in the space also trying to go work around the obstacles that are being put by cannabis control board state by state of what is being allowed for packaging or branding talk about what you're able to go and do that why this becomes such a feasible alternative um well I, it was all the regulation in terms of the the child proof and all everything else uh, cannabis packaging has to follow um, one of the biggest problems is, uh, actually it's just the, it's just the end result of the, it's just the end of life of the, of the, of the products that we have the, the greatest problem with. So 
like bioplastics, plant-based plastics are great in um in theory. Uh, they they you know they, they can compost under very specific situations. But the problem is most consumers don't have composting facilities at home. The the, the plastics, the the plant-based bioplastics will still end up in a landfill or get incinerated, which will release the carbon or the, the microplastics. So it's not an ideal end of life. Um, same with there are some other plastics out there that will weave in some hemp fiber to it, um, which does reduce plastic, but makes it unrecyclable and also will only be incinerated or end up in the landfill again. Well, it will release the carbon and the, the microplastics. So what we want to do is reduce plastic as much as possible and make sure that we have a recyclable product at the end. So our products we, we can, like I said, take 30% of plastic off the top. Um, our, our, our eco shell is about 70% reduced carbon compared to virgin plastic, similar to like a recycled plastic. Um, and the, and the products you make with, the, with, the, with our eco shell can themselves be recycled. So that's our, and it's also what I think that makes us great for the cannabis industry specifically is that, um, it's switching to a sustainable plastic or sustainable packaging is an expensive process, especially if you're going plant-based because, uh, like, the the PLA, for example, is about twice as much as uh, virgin plastics, and we're just about a little bit over virgin plastic price wise. Um, and so it's it's in the industry, the the consumer, the end consumer in the, in the cannabis industry overwhelmingly support uh, sustainable packaging, and they go out of the ways to buy it. The problem is they also won't pay more for it, which is really difficult for the cannabis industry to satisfy that. So. Our product lets them do that. They have a sustainable products, um, and it's they're not going to have to. Uh, it's not going to be a big buy-in for them to switch over to our sustainable materials. Um, in fact, what we can do is we can work with their. We have facilities here in Taiwan and stateside, um, actually in Canada, that we can use if uh, if they prefer. But we can also work directly with their own manufacturing facilities that they're already using, and our engineers can work with theirs to easily incorporate our material into their current manufacture. So they don't have to replace any of their molds. They don't have to replace any of their, their their shipping or containers or anything. They can keep everything as it is and simply incorporate 25 to 30% of our resin or our brand new compound um, and continue what they're doing and still satisfy all the plastic reduction mandates or their own sustainability goals. So we make it really easy. So now, no problem when it comes to being able to provide this kind of product. But what I do want to go ahead and go back to is just what this is made of, just so people okay. can understand the durability and where, you know, and what you're doing, you try to can have the eco shell be able to do three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle. So it's recycled plastic. And on top of that, the materials made with a wide range of plastics, uh, various one, as well as recycled plastic, ocean bound plastics and bioplastics. And they hold both antibacterial and high FIR emissive emissivity certifications and further enhancing value and applications. So, and for instance, in this Echo Shell, if you're putting it in towards jars and bottles for cosmetic, pharmaceutical, wellness products, and also for cannabis, it would help to reduce 30% of plastic. Yeah. Significant. Right. And so, obviously, people want to have the plastic because of the durability, doesn't shatter, those kind of things, obviously. But now... I mean, when I look at the shell, it just, I mean, it does look like an A shell. It does have that kind of just open up kind of deal. When you chose to go with that model, when it comes for packaging or when it is for, you know, if it's being placed on shelves or, or how easy it is to open, you know, not, it's not going to be like a safety, a safety cap or anything like that. But 
What was it about the idea of that kind of design and that working out for the size of whatever products you're trying to go ahead and package? Like th that eggshell was AI generated that image I, you might be referring to. I we we used the, the uh, Wally that 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 new chat GPT the the new AI to make that image uh, to, to combining the cannabis with the eggshell. But what, so what we do is we collect um, the eggshell as an agricultural waste from farms and also as a food production. We we partner with uh, a lot of food production in Taiwan um, and Southeast Asia, and we collect the eggshells. They keep the yolks, so there's no waste. So we clean up that waste and then. We pulverize the shells into a powder, and then because there's a lot of um, proteins left over and stuff, we have to we calcinate them to which is like to heat it at a really really high heat. Um, it turns it into a very fine white powder, and there's a couple other steps in the secret sauce that gave us our patent. Um, the only patented eggshell biocalcium, by the way, around the world. We've got our patents in the U.S., uh, U.K., Taiwan, China, and pending in Australia right now. But so then we take this powder, this fine white powder that's down to one micron in size, and then we can pelletize it. And these pellets then are then mixed in with plastic pellets or recycled plastic pellets to create the compound. And then that together, it goes through the uh, injection molding machines or the blow molding machines, whichever thermal forming we can use with all of those to make the end product uh, plastic packaging. So we're mixed in, our pellets are mixed in with the plastic pellets to, uh, to, to reduce it by whatever percentage you want. And in terms of durability, what's great about this stuff is, um, if you look at the TDS of it, the, the, our technical data sheet, there's nothing in it that would uh, be, be our, like for example, our shelf life is just as, as long as, uh, as virgin plastics, as traditional plastics. And one of the downsides of PLA is that it can't sit on the shelf for very long, especially for food and cosmetic packaging. That's, that's a big uh, turnoff for them because uh, sometimes they need to be on the shelf for over a year. And PLA kind of wears out by then, but ours has, has no issue and it lasts just as long. And if you use, uh, for example, for packaging, we generally go with HCPE, um, the high density polyethylene or the, um, uh, for the most of our jars, we use that or the, but sometimes we use the polypropylene, which is a, a stronger plastic and that can, but we can also use that for permanent items like a, a coffee mug or something like that. And our, our product is perfectly fine with that. We can reduce plastic and, um, PP coffee mug by 25% and it works fine and lasts just as long. Now, these, the, the eggshell powder, it, yeah. this is fascinating to me because the eggshell powder is actually, that's the part of the component that helps to reduce the carbon footprint and that it's actually easier to bond with polymers. So it's easy, it also doesn't hurt the machinery being made to manufacture the plastics and also bonds together better. Is that right? Well, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to compare it to um, calcium carbonate, which is uh, comes from limestone. It's a mine product, which has a whole host of uh, uh, eco problems with that and environmental problems just being a mine product. But it's ubiquitous in the packaging industry and in plastic in the plastics industry. It's in everything. Like in a plastic bag, it's it's the stuff that helps the plastic bag open, make it easier to open. Um, PVC uses it a lot as in a mixture for their flooring and things like that. But we try to stay away from PVC because it's pretty gnarly. But the um. Uh, but for the most part, calcium carbonate is all over the place and it's dirt cheap. I mean, it's a rock essentially, but it is mined. It's it's not great for the environment. But ours is technically also a calcium carbonate, but ours comes from an eggshell. You can also do the same thing from oyster shells, um, That but the supply just isn't as great as we can get with eggshells. So it is a calcium carbonate, but it has these special other properties. It also has the um, CAO and uh, a couple other that from being a bio-based calcium carbonate that traditional calcium carbonate doesn't have. And also because it's much more porous, 
Um, so you, there's a lot more holes in it. So what it does, it creates more surface that area. So essentially, com especially compared to limestone particles, um, there's just a lot more space for the bonding with the polymer chains. So it just creates a stronger product. So that's why we can replace 30 to 50% of plastic, whereas calcium carbonate can only replace like 10% or 15%, depending on the application or the end use of it. Um, and, and so that's our advantage over the traditional calcium carbonate. And, and yeah, you, you mentioned the uh, antibacterial quality. And you know, our, our, our product from oyster shells can do the same, but we we are, it, it's a special word. We, we can formulate it to be extra antibacterial. We can guarantee 99.9% .9 effective uh, hmm. antibacterial quality, which is really good. Actually, we've, we've talked, we're talking to people that uh, manufacture vapes and they were interested in that for the uh, mouthpieces, which, you know, that people share uh, might be a good thing. And also, it also increases the, the melt index uh, of the plastic, just having this calcium carbonate, the bio calcium carbonate in it. So it kind of makes for a, a safer vape all around. Now, Spark sourcing with this technology, it's not just cannabis. Let's just make a point that this is also applications you have that are notable that can also use this technology as industrial packaging, consumer packaging, which includes uh, pharmaceuticals, cosmetics, cannabis, wellness and supplements, stationary trays and packaging inserts, flooring tiles and yoga mats, toys and other plastic products, bags, industrial buckets, bins and barriers, and pallets. But now out of that list is cannabis. And cannabis is, you know, a living, growing plant product and you're putting into the packaging, I'm going to ask, is there anything in terms of any kind of allergic kind of issues that could happen because of the eggshell powder coinciding with the cannabis? Nope. Uh, because it's uh, we've killed all the proteins, we've killed everything else. It's not okay. them over. So there's nothing left to be allergic to. Um, and, I, and we have our FDA. We're fine for food packaging. The only thing that it might interact with is I know a lot of cannabis packagers will use some um, antistatics in their in their in their mix, mm -hmm. and our eggshell powder will actually make that a little bit more effective sometimes. So they just need a little bit of tweak of that a little bit um, to tone it down a little bit. They don't need as much, uh, but that's it. There's just some minor adjustments. Other than that, it's fine. Um, and, and you mentioned earlier about how they're safe for machines. I forgot to mention one of the reasons it's safer for manufacturers to use is because it's porous. Um, and it's so much lighter than a calcium carbonate because calcium carbonate just tears up machines. It's essentially a rock just you're putting through their your the expensive uh, injection molding machines. So they need to cover all their fasteners and everything else that are inside of it. With ours, we, you don't really need to because the particles are just a lot lighter and a lot softer. So it just won't tear things up like the traditional calcium carbonate would. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, let's go ahead and get to the point that all the business owners threaten here to listen to grassroots bargaining want to ask, what's the cost question? Like, is this, is this comparable to normal manufacturing procedures? You know, I mean, obviously it's understood if it's, if it might be a little more of a cost to go ahead and create that, the create the product because of what you're getting for it, because of the sustainability, reducing the carbon footprint, reducing the amount of plastics being put out there, re being able to go and reuse, reduce, reuse, or recycle. Is there anything you could tell me about what it would be in terms of the cost for yeah. those companies that want to switch? Sure. And I know it's difficult for uh, 
for 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 brand owners just because they 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 want to go sustainable, but you need to charge more for that. But the consumers just will not accept a lot a huge price increase. So we are generally our our resin just just the resin part of it is generally just about ten percent higher than normal virgin polypropylene plastic on the market. Um, just because that varies, I don't really know that I don't I can't really say the exact price point, but. So if we and that if that's only thirty percent of your mix, we're maybe increasing the price by five percent um, of, of total, or not even there sometimes. So it, there is a price increase, but um, not anything compared to what a lot of the other solutions are: the the bioplastics or uh, bioplastics or some plastics with additives that will um, make them compost in the future. Um, but but there's problems with that with that with that problem with with that issue as well. But price wise. We're we're right in the ballgame. We're right there. So it it is a is an increase, but it's not it's not one that's going to kill you. And plus, where you're going to save money with it too, though, is you don't need to change the production facilities. You don't need to change machines. You don't need to change your packaging or even how you ship it to your end clients. All that can stay 100 the same, and it's a quick solution too. Within one month, we can have you up and running in a sustainable plastic bottle. And I should say, our office out of Fredericton, um, our office in Canada is run by a Nicole Holland, and she is an indigenous uh, female uh, there in Canada. And I, there are, I'm not sure all over through the States, but I know there are a lot of benefits, tax benefits in Canada, at least through working with and collaborating with an indigenous business um, from tax or otherwise. Uh, so, so there's, that could possibly offset and also other um, grants from the government for going in a more sustainable fashion. And since we are eco-certified, we do have uh, SGS certification for the carbon reduction, the plastic reduction and the waste reduction. So we have clients in Asia that have actually gotten their eco-certification themselves, their own company, their brand, just for using our product. And one actually got a UN commendation just for reducing plastic that they uh, spent a lot of money on. But again, that was for GEX. It's the same product over here in Asia. But uh, again, we're, we're going with the EcoShell over in the States. So let me direct people to the website, sparksourcing.co, spark, S-P-A-R-K, sourcing.co. First thing I would tell you, if you look at the products category, up at the very top, look and click on products, there's a lot. What I'm just looking for in this cannabis side, there's the pharmaceutical bottles, the cream jars. I saw the plastic mulch in here, uh, shipping envelopes. There's quite a few products that cannabis companies can definitely look at and use and utilize into the mix. That's you, It's amazing how many products you're able to go and manufacture and create right now. Can you give me any, any idea real quick of, I mean, how many companies are right now interacting and how much production you're getting through right now in Canada, Taiwan, and the U.S.? Um, like I said, Taiwan and Asia, we're doing great. We're, we're, we're going gangbusters here in Asia because we've been here for uh, for a while. We're, we're, we're more mature in the market. Um, but right now, I, there was an education process. There's a promotion process getting established in the States. I mean, we're right now in a testing phase with, several large corporations testing us out in terms of um you know for their products and and how they're going to utilize it and things like that nothing in the market yet but like we're we're just about to to bust out um we're also in in talks with another major company developing a brand new compound which we're really excited about um it's got such a great story too we're going to be using oceanbound hdpe um with about 25 percent of our eco shell so we're going to have, you know, it's going to be ocean-bound plastic, which is already reducing carbon a great deal and cleaning up the oceans with 25% of ours, which is cleaning up the agricultural waste. And we're going to make a compound from that. And we're going to be able to do all the packaging for um, for cannabis and other things with that. And that should be coming to market 
uh, early 2024 as well. So we've got a lot cooking, but like I said, we're new to the North American market. So the the headway we've made in a short amount of time is really exciting. Um, and a lot of it's work because I'm over here in Taiwan still. I'm, I'm going to be uh, heading back uh, stateside soon because, uh, because this is really starting to take off. So I'm going to be over there. We're going to be setting up. Ultimately, we're going to be setting up our own menu. In the future, we're going to be setting up our own um, manufacturing facilities in North America. Um, and of course, warehousing and everything else. Uh, for the time being, we're working with partner factories in North America to make our products for us. But ultimately, we, we want to be doing that by ourselves. But like, yeah, we're, we're, we've got a lot of deals in the, in the works and things should be, EcoShell products should be hitting the market uh, early 2024. So your website is sparksourcing.co, S-P-A-R-K, sourcing.co. And uh, it really, oh, and also under solutions and partners on the website, go look for the EcoShell so you can actually look at what it look like, looks like and get more of a deep dive into what the product's all about. And you can go and take a look for yourself and see all the game-changing sustainability that you can do with this product, which is really wonderful. So we'll leave it there. Uh, again, Andrew, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us there from Taiwan, founder of Spark Sourcing, the makers of the Eco Shell, ECO Shell. And you can look for all that right there. Really wonderful what you're doing so far. And thanks for, you know, sending this out and uh, letting us know all about this. Really fascinating and for those companies that want to really practice cannabis sustainability, it's as easy as getting your products also sustainable ready. So, Andrew, thanks for being on with us. Hey, I really appreciate your time. And one last thing, um, I know I'm based in Taiwan. Don't worry about having to call long distance, though. We do have a guy, um, a guy, I'm sorry. Uh, we have a cannabis representative set up in Fort Collins, Colorado, um, Terry Faulkner. Uh, he, his information's on our website as well, and he's handling a lot of our cannabis business. So he's the guy to, he's the guy to contact um regarding that. So, so, so you do have a local contact over there if you're interested. Thanks again, Andrew. Really appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.